everybody, and welcome to another episode of Grey's Academy. I am one of your Ready for Christmas hosts, Kelsey. And I am one of your didn't realize Christmas didn't happen yet hosts, Carmen. And it is a beautiful afternoon for a wild podcast. And it is. It is. It is cold here. It's cold there. You know it's cold here when I have a hoodie on inside the house. That's how that's how you know. I I very rarely I'm usually in shorts and a t-shirt, but today I am in both sweats and a hoodie. That is not the Carmen regular outfit. Yeah, no. Um so you asked me right before we started this, and I told you we 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 should do recordings while I tell you, but you asked me about the dentist. And I'm not one of those people that hate the dentist. I know you are. I know you're I do someone who does, does not like the dentist. And I'm sitting there getting my teeth cleaned. And it makes sense. The fear and the not, the, 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 the displeasure and bad vibes of the dentist, I get it. When it's the high pitched, like the drilling and they're cleaning and whatever, it's all going on. I get it. It sucks. Luckily for me, one of my best friends is my dentist. So it's not terrible he's usually very very kind and his uh uh the hygienist who's there is like this sweet older woman from romania who like she says some kind of like wild stuff that you could think that like a typical older romanian woman would probably say and uh but she's just the super sweetest and she's like if you need if i'm if it's like too much in between breaks like just raise your hand i'll help you out but i have this tradition that i've had for my entire life kelsey and it is after the dentist i get Taco Bell. And I've had this my entire life. I don't as like far that. back. I don't like either of the things you're listing. <laughs> the dentist or Taco Bell. Uh, it's 32 years this, this tradition has gone. And today it came to an end. Oh, no. I went to a, de- uh, a dentist. <laughs> I went to a Taco Bell after the dentist. And they didn't open until 1030. And the oh, last no. thing I was going to do is wait around for them to open why would so I'm they gonna not go later until 10:30. That's insane. I didn't the, know Taco this, Bell's closed. Yeah, uh, me either. So this was <laughs> this was new. This was news to me. So instead of having a quick uh, cheesy gordita crunch or a Crunchwrap Supreme for lunch, I'm going to have just sweets. So I've got <laughs> chocolate covered pretzels. I've got some sort of toffee brittle, and I've got some sort of chocolate something and a Celsius with sugar free. You know, so it, it helps offset everything oh, and right, water. Right, right. Yeah. And a Diet Coke. I do love Diet Coke. I haven't had one in like eight years. Oh, boy. Then you don't really <laughs> love it, do you? I do love it. I, I told my mom, I was like, you know, I haven't had a Diet Coke in this many years. And I still think about them almost every day. And she's like, that's that's drug addiction. And I was like, yes, correct. So, so, you, so is there a reason you don't? drink i don't drink any Diet soda Coke? i drink zero mm-hmm. sodas except hmm. when my tum tum is upset i will have a s- ginger ale or a spritz sprite but that is the only time you do, do the uh any soda the caffeine ice drinks though right yes i have caffeinated yeah. water or yeah just water or yeah that's beer <laughs> yeah that's that is nice i will say the hardest thing about not doing the soda is the bubbles i just miss the bubbles i do miss the carbonation but yeah. my water is carbonated, so. So I I like Celsius. They're they're carbonated. They're they're nice. But, and then I also do the caffeine ice drinks. 
But Jessica will just sit there and pound through like uh, what are those? Uh, the bubblies. Those are good. To me, I I don't know. I could I could like sip on one a little bit, but I just can't. I can't sit there and I can never finish one. I can never finish a bubbly. Oh, I I can finish a bubbly. Anyways, today's a big day for you. It is. We are getting a puppy. (laughs) Woohoo! The dog I applied for last (laughs) Wednesday, they called me and they were like, we've approved your application. It will be at our rescue on Wednesday and you can pick it up. So we're waiting for them to get here. They're being transported because apparently it's hard to find rescues with space for puppies. So they're coming all Mm. the way from Florida because they couldn't find anything in Florida or Georgia that would have room for these puppies. That's crazy that they didn't get adopted in Florida. I know. Well, and also I will say our rescue originally were like, we only had room for three, but there was so many like immediate applications that they ended up telling them they could take all of them. And I think all of them got adopted before they, before they even got here, which is good. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's I a little uh, Doberman, had, right? Yeah. I think they may yeah. have had some trouble finding a rescue because people still put breed restrictions on Dobermans, I think. Not everywhere. Not as common as other ones. Um, which, let me just say, I think all breed restrictions are stupid, personally. Um, I think if a dog has problems, it's probably because of the owner. So... Mm. <laughs> mm. And that's how I feel on that. <laughs> yeah. As someone who had uh, gotten denied for places to live because of having a German Shepherd. Yeah. He was not an aggressive breed. No. And he was so well trained. Like, it's literally not about the dog. People are just morons. Maroons, as it were. Mm. Maroons. So, Gray's Anatomy. Gray's Academy. Also, I think, did you say you had a shout out or a message to read? No. No? Okay. Well, I have two shout outs. Okay. And I want to just also share everyone. We uh we uh we did a thing. We bought a website. We've got a website. And uh that's huge news. And if you we go can't to say W we did a thing anymore because the Gen Z people make fun of us. Good. We did a thing. <laughs> make fun of us, Gen Zers. If you go to www.grazeacademy.com Gray's Academy Pod. Sorry. www.grayscademypod.com. You will see a we're under construction sign and it's us. It's us. Hello, we are doing construction. We're construction people now. So, anyways, but I also have two shout-outs. Two shout-outs for Instagram. Number 1, Becca. I know we shouted you out, but I just wanted to share that well, finally we had a chance to touch base and connect, which is super exciting. So, Becca, you know who you are. Um, our friend Keely. Did you know? So, okay. Our friend Keely, who reached out a while back, she is listening and going through Harry Potter for the first time. She does not know anything oh about it. Oh, my God. Yeah. I have another so, podcast recommendation for you. Potterless. Very funny. Very funny podcast of someone in the same boat. Yeah. Who had so, never read or seen the movies and went through them at age like 25. So Potterless. It's a funny, funny podcast. 
Yeah, so we need to make sure that if we're using any kind of spoilies for Harry Potter, we are giving that respect because uh, she has been really, really great for us. And then last is another follower who I think may have reached out before, but I'm just connecting with her now, is Leah. Uh, Leah, welcome to the show. Thank you for listening. Really, really, really appreciate all you guys. So with that, Kelsey, I have nothing else. I have nothing else to talk about ever. I think I'm done we talking for the We also need to shout out Renee, who sent us Grey's oh, Anatomy yeah. Sucks. Oh, what an angel. That was so fun to open those up. Yeah, that was fun. We opened them on the FaceTimes. Um, yeah, so we got um, some great... Uh, they say... One says... I'm watching Grey's Anatomy, and the other says, please do not disturb. Mm. Yes. So, perfect. Perfect for watching Grey's Anatomy. And to t- take you all to school, the school of Grey's Academy. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's fucking do this. Um, what do you okay. say? I say, yes, let's do it. Um, this is the fifth episode of the sixth season and the 107th episode overall. And it is called Invasion. And that's a song. Invasion is a song by the band Isley. And it is, it was, uh, off of the album Combinations. Released August 14th, 2007. Now, there's not much to go off of uh, for this one. And the the Invasion song was the single for this. And the uh, I didn't have a chance to watch the, the video for it, but apparently one of them went viral uh, way back in the day. Back in, I mean, yeah, I think 2007, that's... Like the internet still is, yeah, way back in the day. This song also just for sure reeks of the 2000s. Everything about this sounds and smells and feels like the 2000s, and I love it. Big fan. Uh, This song, some of the, uh, okay, let's try to find the lyrics for this. Invasion lyrics. Where did you go on my phone? Mm, Nope, that is definitely. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) What was that one? Uh, this is by the the band Shiro Sagisu. I, mm, I don't know what. Yeah. Isley. Isley is what I need. Am I saying that right? Is it Isley or Aisley? I don't know. So you're, no. you're the music person. Oh, let me just call up Isley <laughs> and see if it's pronounced Aisley. So there's a lot of. There's a lot of obviously the the invasion metaphors here. Like one of the verses was uh, the colors are burning up his eyes. The bright lights of the city fade. Taking the chase to cover up your eyes. The white moon cast in space. Uh, it's not right. I can feel it inside. Something's not right. You will take the breath from my throat. Ooh. Oh my! You will take the challenge. We go about our war. Ooh, oh. we have a war kind of in the hospital right now, don't we? Uh, this song. Does not make it to Carmen's <laughs> iTunes list. However, it is a four out of five. Wow. This is a fellow. So it's a close. good song. It just was not my. It was not my vibe. It was not. It didn't get me onto the. Didn't get onto my iTunes playlist. So. Well, but I'm a fan. It, I actually like might it. circle back to it and listen to it later again, um, and see if it gets onto the list. If it does, I'll update you all. 
Oh, thank you so much on the edge of our seats. Um, uh, okay, so this episode aired October 15th, 2009. It was written by Mark Wilding and directed by Tony Phelan, both of whom we have seen before. Tony Phelan is also often a writer on this show. Oh. And it aired to 13.79 million views. And the Netflix synopsis is the residents of Seattle Grace and Mercy West vie for surgeries and their careers as day one of the hospital merger begins. And I would say that's actually pretty accurate. Yeah, that's pretty good. I also, I need to know, and when we get to living in Shondaland eventually, I need, I need to break down between people who are, uh, new hospital employees mm-hmm. and and non-hospital employees for what I do my guessing first off. Okay. Second, I just really need to know who am I investing my time in right now? I I I feel like you're probably not going to tell me, but in my head I just want to know mm-hmm. out of the people that we've met today in this episode, who stays and who goes? Who lives, who dies, who tells who their tells story? story? Yes, thank you. I shan't tell you. Shan't or won't? A little bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> shan't, can't, or won't? Uh, where do you want to start? Shan't, rant, Izzy. These shan't, shan't, can't, rant. Mm, yeah, she rant away. She rant so far away. So, tell me about your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> With what? With what that- part? That time that Izzy got fired. So. I was kind of expecting a text from you. I, I wanted I wanted to save it all. I wanted to save all the juice for this exact moment. So it makes sense that she got fired. She screwed up and she screwed up a lot. She hasn't done <laughs> things great. She did the Alvad wire. Also, let me just say, okay, so this is where we're starting. All right, everyone buckle up. All right. So before we do that, make sure to hit that like, subscribe, follow button wherever you listen, five-star review wherever you listen, write it out. Uh, also go to www.patreon.com slash Gray's Academy Pod. Make sure to save www.grayzacademypod.com into your favorites. Make sure to go to Instagram and follow Gray's Academy Pod for all the latest updates. Go to at carmen.gabriel.official, at Kelsey and... Here's the first rule about when you meet with your boss in HR. Admit nothing. Don't go into it. It's like when you get stopped by a police officer. When they say, do you have any idea why I pulled you over? Say, no, officer. No idea. Tell me what's up. You don't go, was it the stop sign I missed or was it the speeding? Because then they're going to get you on something. You don't go into a meeting with your boss and HR and say, what? Was it because of the LVAD? What? Was it because of I almost killed this person and now she won't get a kidney transplant? I made two mistakes. Oh, my gosh. So crazy. Uh, It makes sense. She needed to get fired. Also, she's leaving the show. But I don't. Is she gone? Gone? I'm not going to answer that. She can't be gone. Gone. If that's how they if even for them probably hating Catherine Heigl right now behind the scenes. There are still people who I'm sure love Izzy Stevens as a character on the show. So writing her off like that and her not really getting a full goodbye kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Like just leaving Alex. I mean, that also makes sense. Just leaving him. It does. You think that makes sense? Yeah. Oh, for leaving the show or for her character? Her, her, I think for the storyline for her character. Okay. And why do you think that makes sense? Because she is running away from her problems. And I don't know why. I really haven't thought all of this through. <laughs> I'm still kind of in a state of shock. Yeah. I guess it well, doesn't make sense. It makes sense it makes a in a way that it makes like, it, it, yeah. it makes sense in a way that it doesn't make sense. It makes sense for the behind the scenes. It doesn't super make sense, in my opinion, for the character of Izzy. However, one of my really hate Izzy moments in this episode is when she is getting fired. And she says, please don't do this to me. Please don't take this away from me. I don't have anything else. You're literally married? And beat cancer. Why do you not love Alex? Like, that's so shitty, especially after all, like, the past several episodes where he's like, if she dies, like, I won't survive. Like, I can't lose her. And she's like, I have nothing. Bitch, that's so rude. This $30,000 a year job is all I have to give me purpose in life. Yeah. Like, I just... Also, she's not not allowed to be a doctor she's just fired from this hospital and if she if she was applying for anywhere else she could literally just say she was cut because of the merger she wouldn't even have to say that she almost killed someone and cut an LVAD wire also I was pretty surprised that she was like you let me come back after I cut an LVAD wire and the HR woman didn't go I'm sorry what happened yeah (laughs) because I don't feel like HR was involved in that at all yeah, different times, different era. Before like, we had HR. <laughs> yeah, that woman's just like, I'm going to jot that down really quick. Need to circle back to this one, Weber. Once we're done firing this poor woman who's beaten cancer and is now going to leave her husband, we need to circle back to this one. Oh, goodness. Yeah, no, it it was, uh, it makes sense that she's getting fired. Mm-hmm. If she never comes back to the show after this, I'll be I'll I'll be a little bit surprised because they should give her one kind of send off, not necessarily in the hospital, but I guess if they want to just kick the can down the road and not have to worry about dealing with we they're they're keeping Alex on the show but not Izzy. This is one way to do it. But that's all I got. That's I mean, I don't know. What what are what are your thoughts rewatching this and kind of where where your head was at. Do you remember Um, being shocked by this? I really don't remember being like, Oh my God, because I think I was probably more shocked of her leaving Alex a note and not telling him where she went more than getting fired. Because again, we like knew that she was going to leave the show. Like it was unfolding very publicly. Um, I remember this episode because I remember like the first time the Mercy West people showed up and uh, the orange scrubs. It is jarring. I will say when the chief went to Mercy West, no one was wearing orange scrubs. They did it because it's an invasion. No, they did it. Yeah. For like the aesthetics of it. They need to separate them somehow. Yeah. So yeah, I will say that the note was the note was kind of shitty. 
if she, if she actually is gone and this is how she left Alex, that's shitty. Yeah. But I have a feeling that next episode we're going to get Alex running back to the the airstream and she'll be there unpacking. But if this is a series TV show wrap on Izzy, Shonda don't give no fucks. <laughs> but again, it makes sense if that's how this is all publicly unfolding, right? I get it. Whatever. Right, yeah. It'll just um, suck. Yeah. So yeah, it's um it's wild. You know, you you wouldn't necessarily think it was going on that way for sure when you start the episode of course no. Izzy is like friendly to Charles who you know fuck that guy let's 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 talk about the new people before we talk about the patients so like what were your first impressions we'll go through we'll start with Charles fuck that guy is that your first impression oh absolutely the second he was nice to Izzy I said no don't fall for it Izzy this guy (laughs) sucks he's got the face of a person who sucks (laughs) and (laughs) um that's like when I think of medical school and typical shitty white frat dudes that's the guy i'm thinking of that's his face uh that's so so interesting that you hate him but you were like all about asher in how to get away with murder no asher had a sweet soft side deep down this guy sucks uh okay um april the redhead with the notebook uh she so she's definitely also so i don't like any of actually no hold on Charles, the two girls, so far, mm-hmm. not a fan of. The other guy that was with Christina, uh, is that per- Percy? Jackson. Percy Jackson and the Lightning no, Thief? No, no, Jackson Avery. You're Jackson thinking of Avery. Charles Percy. Oh, I mixed up my people. <laughs> uh, Jackson Avery. Jackson Avery. He didn't. He really didn't suck this episode. I think Christina just was... there as much. Yeah, so like, he... I yeah, hate he him the least. He wasn't as active in causing his... Seattle Grace partner distress like the other ones were actively being annoying. He yeah. was just there and Christina is already going through her own thing. So he's just right. kind of thrown in the mix with that. Yeah. So also is he is he the guy from Disney Channel's Don't Look Under the Bed? Was he the guy who played the boogeyman? I have never heard of that before. No. I'm so sorry. Let me okay. get on the internet and look so that you don't Spoiler. I know. I wanted to look it up, but I didn't. Um, I'll tell you what he is, is stunningly, stunningly beautiful. Good looking, good looking guy. The yeah. the girl who was paired up with Alex also Reed. Reed. Is that her name? Yeah. Uh I think that she is she's attractive as well. Do you think that she sucks? Yeah, she sucks. Here's here's the thing. I have to take all of this with a grain of salt because I have I have been through a company merger and I know that you go in there with a chip on your shoulder. They're coming into Seattle Grace's building. Mm-hmm. They have to put their their uh guard up, their defense, their their weapons have to be ready at all times because they're coming into a hostile environment and you have to have that mindset going into it. I'm not saying it's right and what they did is excusable. I just understand where they're coming from. Real quick, so, you think he is the boogeyman in this movie? 
the Is that was he, your question? He he turns into the boogeyman. He like gets infected or something. No, no, not not him. That's the boogeyman. You're, no, there's you, another guy. That's how incorrect you are. Look at the other look at the other characters in that show. And don't look under the bed. I don't Karen, Larry, no. Francis. Let me see. Let me see Francis. Francis is a woman. Oh. <laughs> okay. Are you thinking about this person? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Well, it know. wasn't. It Clearly definitely wasn't not. Jesse Clearly Williams, who is the person who plays. All right. Anyways, Jackson we Avery. we can move on. <laughs> uh. So, what am I saying here? Anyways, yeah, but that, that's my thought. Is that they're coming into a shitty environment. It's not really all their fault. It sucks that Reed came off and they they should have some sort of maybe if they want to keep it closed that uh, George's locker put George's picture there mm-hmm. or something. If not, like you really can't stop them from taking it. But Izzy could have said, hey, like the person who was there before like died saving someone. So like really make sure you're taking care of that locker. It means a lot to us. You could have maybe gone about that a little, little differently. Yeah, she gave no information. She was like, we leave it empty. Go away. Yeah. Because when you say we leave it empty and then you just get upset about it with no context, people just think that you guys have crazy OCDs. Uh, but <laughs> or you just then, don't want her next to you. Yeah. So the person who was paired up with Lexi, what was her name? April. Kip- April. April Kepner. Yes. So she. Lexi. Man, Lexi really went ham on that was, girl. Lexi was really <sighs> not Lexi this episode. Yeah, well, because she was being influenced by a villain, a villain person. Yeah. So, I I haven't I haven't I don't like her, but she definitely she's not as bad as as the other two right now. But Reed and Charles suck, and then I just think that she sucks. She does. They all. But okay. she's like so like passive aggressive and that pisses me off. Like I'd rather deal with someone like Reed who is just being a bitch to your face rather than someone who is like pretending they're so innocent and nice, but they're actually like such a bitch. That's fair. Like, that's not the vibe for me personally. Yeah. No, that totally Charles makes sense. Charles is too. a bitch, but he is pretending to be nice, but he's actually a bitch. Like it's just. <sighs> These people. I mean, they. These people. They go. It's. It's like. Do you. Am I meant to hate all of them? Like, what do you want from me, writers? Do you want us to hate them immediately? Do you want us to be like, oh, they're not so bad? I kind of felt. I kind of felt like they really wanted us to hate them right off the bat because they're going to give them some good arcs because we didn't like Alex right off the bat. That's true. You know, and here we are really sad that Alex is now going to have to live alone in bear country for the rest of his life. Be sad. Be sad. Um, so, yeah, that, but so far, if I'm ranking them in my head, uh, Jackson is number one. Reed is number two. Kipner girl is number three. And Charles is like, there's like six places, and then Charles is after that. I'm making I'll up empty put spots. Jackson number one, and then all three of them tied for shitty. Yeah, <laughs> it's once you get once you get to episode. two, three, and four, they they yeah. they're all very close. Yeah. 
But Wait, it is so you interesting. Like Charles the most because he was also was being like a sneaky sneak manipulative bitch. Yeah. 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 That's unkind. They also meant so I read the blog about this, um, written by Mark Wilding, and he wrote it basically to mean like the reason that Izzy likes him is because she sees like a George type quality in him. Like a little um, you know, awkward, a little fumbly, a little kind of word vomity. And so that's like they wrote him to begin with that way to like kind of that's how Izzy win is won over because she's like thinking of George and being like, Oh, I can have someone else who's like a friend like this. And so then that's why she obviously gets so upset later. Um and almost kills a person. So Well, she may not have killed that person then, but she may have signed that person's fate, sealed that person's fate, and condemned, so this condemned them to death. Goes into an episode of Private Practice. I wouldn't really say it's like a Grey's crossover. It's more of a Private Practice crossover. Basically, Bailey takes that person to L.A. Because she's like trying to fix everything. So she takes that person to L.A. to see if she can oh. get help so do saving I need, them. Do I need to like just plow through <laughs> private practice? Because yeah. I do not have enough time. I know. You do need to because we are coming up on actual Grey's crossovers. This is more of like mm. just Bailey in private practice. But you really do need to do that. Okay. In the new year. In the new year, I'll have, new, I'll have more time. Or right now. <laughs> is the next episode a crossover? No, but it is coming in hot. Okay. Uh, this show, it just takes too much time. I have no time to do anything. <laughs> I, I also started rewatching. What? Did you say you were going to quit your job? Come on. Not, not quite yet. Oh. Unless you guys are wanting to take on the expenses that I make. I make a lot, though. <laughs> I make a lot of expenses. He does make a lot of expenses. Um, I can I can uh, help train your dog. I'm going to probably have someone who lives here do that. Mm, yeah. You know that job that I applied to that I got that I had to turn down? I do remember that. It still exists, and it got reposted like 24 hours ago. Interesting. I think they'll still give it to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And I think you can have more heated discussions with your wife about it. Hey, Jessica, I know it's Christmas time, but I'd really like to throw a wrench in all of our plans. But I did apply again. Because Kelsey told me to. That's too funny. All right. Um, So wait, I was looking something up. All right. Look something up. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Anyways. Oh, I was looking up when. I will say that this is the first time that we've had so many new characters introduced and it was a little bit, it was a little bit hard for me to keep track of everything all at once. Yeah. Uh, But like I said, it'll be nice once we get through the next couple of episodes, hopefully things will start to show themselves. I have a feeling we're not done getting new characters. I, I have a, I have one of the predictions that I'm making is that with this merger, we get a new head of cardio. Right. Yeah. You said that last time as well. Yeah. I'm just going to double down on that. Because obviously this is an, a very emotional episode for Christina that we'll get to. So, um, what was the one guy? What's the guy's name who says that he thinks that he's going to become a coroner? Steve. Like, yeah. 
Which is funny because in Scrubs, there is a character named Doug who is so bad at what he does as a doctor that he becomes a coroner. And he's a really good coroner, which is funny. Yeah, I think that's a joke they make a lot in this show is that people who are bad at doctors just become coroners because you still have to have like a certain amount of medical training. Like you still have to go to med school and stuff. Um, so they kind of just make, can't kill a dead person. They, <laughs> they make that joke a lot. Well, I mean, there's, yeah, there's just like less, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to say responsibility because I do think it's important to like be a coroner because they can help solve crimes. <laughs> And also they can help save lives by like finding out if there's some kind of genetic thing that yeah. is the reason someone died so that they can tell the family like, hey, you might also have this. Yeah. Also, before we we take a, a, a break for our regional sponsor message, I want to talk about that first scene that we get when they're all. Mm-hmm. So Meredith is like laying in bed and they're, mm-hmm. they're like looking through the window and all these people are coming in and. Yeah. Meredith makes she makes this overly worded comparison to the movie Alien. Yes. And Lexi's like, did you just quote a Sigourney Weaver movie? And I just need to know, was there like some sort of trademark thing where they couldn't physically say the word alien? They couldn't name the movie? I doubt it. I think it's probably just like. Like that's the joke. Too many things named alien. Also, I think. Did you just quote a Sigourney Weaver movie sounds better than did you just quote Alien? Because I think they may have aged out for the demographic of people watching that. They may have aged out of people who like super know what Alien is. I've never even seen all of the Alien movies and I understand that reference. I've never seen but a I guess, one. But I okay. don't think I would know that reference if I hadn't been on a great movie ride where there was an Alien scene in it. Mm, where it crawled out of the person's chest cavity? Yeah. Well, no. Yes, but you weren't. You weren't. You didn't ride that ride, so no. You never experienced it. It was pretty aggressive for like a slow moving ride at Disney World. Is that the one where the the guy the family gets old, but the dog never does, and then all of a sudden the dog no, is gone? No, that's Carousel of Progress, and the dog oh, yeah. is never gone. The dog, the dog doesn't is, just eventually die. No, the dog is there in all the scenes. Oh, that's a one old dog. Mm-hmm. All right. It's well, also old people. It is old people. <sighs> On that note, let's take a quick pause for a message from our regional sponsors. And we are back. Also, thank Here you for that. <laughs> thank you for that yawn. Now I have to edit that out. <laughs> You're so welcome. <laughs> Thanks. Did you see that uh, Walt Disney is now uh, sitting in Epcot? Yes, it makes me so happy. So so wild i need to go to disney this year but i don't think we're going to be able to i need to go to michael says he can't because of he's going back to school back to school back because to he's going to be a cpa which is wild to me very difficult that is crazy. so much work not not for me um and so he has to go back to school so he doesn't think he's going to be able to and i'm like well scarlet and i will go bye yeah no Bennett, just, just you and Scarlett. Well, I mean, I could take it. Well, if it's girls just me, trip, like she has, no, we fair. paid for her ticket. He's free, but like I paid for her ticket. And that's fair. If I take him, I probably have to take another person. And that would yeah, be that that uh, that ticket. transition from one one to one ratio to one to two ratio is definitely especially when they're both like, "Let me sprint away." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Um, what do you want to talk about now? Well, let's go into the full um, Izzy and Charles story because we've just talked a lot about it. Like what leads up to her getting fired. So yeah. she's paired up with Charles. They are on a patient with Dr. Bailey who has been waiting for a kidney transplant for three years. And they found a kidney that is actually a good kidney. She's going to get it. She's like almost gotten several transplants before and they've all fallen through. So she is going to get this kidney. Sorry, they're prepping her. Um, everything's going fine. And then Izzy and Charles are being friendly. And then Izzy overhears Charles being like, she's my surgical bitch. She does anything I want. All this stuff. And then he goes to her to kind of apologize, but not really. He's like, well, I'm sorry you heard, but that's just the way it is. And I'm like, that's not really an apology, but it's a man on Grey's Anatomy. So, right. And so she's like, cause he says we can be friends outside of work, but in work, you know, like we're all fighting against each other basically. And she's like, that's not how we do it here. Like we support each other. We help each other. We jump in front of buses for strangers. You will never measure up to the people we've lost. And then she goes back in to the patient's room and she's all flustered and upset because she's mad at Charles and she's thinking about George and she's sad and she either reads the labs wrong or just isn't thinking. And she gives this, she makes a call where she gives this woman what is called a zero K bath and sucks all the potassium out of her body. And she almost dies. So now she cannot have the kidney because she can't, I guess she's not stable enough for surgery and so, but the, you know, a, an organ is only viable to stay outside of a body for so long. So they have to immediately get it into a human being. So the thing that I wanted to look up real quick is what is a, what, it, what does a zero K bath do? Like what, what is it? So that's what I was trying to, to look up. Using a zero K baths mean you will not receive any new potassium while using dialysis okay so i guess there's they were supposed to give her potassium with the dialysis because i don't know if 3.4 is low and so she needed more but she was given none so i mean dr billy says you sucked all of the potassium out of that woman yeah and so obviously the woman codes they figure out that it was because of what is he did and then that's when uh, Izzy gets paged to go to Weber's office and gets fired. So neat. And then so she leaves Alex a note that says, I've left. I've not told you where. Goodbye. Yeah. All shitty. Everything about the yeah. storyline sucks. There's a couple yeah. things that I want to call out. The introduction that we have with Charles is him apologizing to Izzy on behalf of Reed. Yeah. That was the moment that I knew this guy sucks. Yeah. Literally first meeting him. Uh, and she he asks for the code to the research lab, although I don't understand why that would be something that isn't just given in, like, the HR orientation yeah. day one. Research lab code is this. Why wait? Well, don't you want people to research? That makes no <laughs> sense. I didn't understand that. Then... He has this whole storyline. Does he actually love Reed or is he playing her? No. What? 
Charles. I don't know if I should answer. I understand the question. I just don't know if I should answer it. Hmm. When he when she goes, you like her, and he goes, I love her. <laughs> and then he gives her the code. He gives him the code. <laughs> do you think that he loves her, or do you think that he's playing her? Hmm. I don't know. I don't think people who act like that are capable of love. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I I hope that he's in love. I think that I I love love, and I think that all people deserve it. And ultimately, he can be a shitty person and still be in love. <laughs> I don't know. These I just, man, I wanted to watch the episode after this too. I didn't. I held on. I held strong, but I really wanted to watch the next episode because I was like, <laughs> I need to know more about these stupid people. <laughs> Because when I was well, when I first met all of the characters in Greys, yeah. it was two years ago now. Yeah, and I that was the point, right? Like, oh, I don't know anything about these people. I wasn't invested. I wasn't bought in. But right. now I'm like, well, I want to know what the fuck is going on with these guys. And also, where's Izzy? Yeah. Um. Well. Yeah, this is a good. I like season six. Um. Uh, a lot of people don't like the merger because they don't like meeting new characters, basically, which is I understand, like sometimes with a show, especially when you're like, it's one thing if it's like one new person, like, oh, this is Mark. Oh, this is Arizona. But when they're like, boom, here's the same amount of characters you're already invested in. Yeah, we've just them. doubled your character load. Yeah. Um, I like season six, but. I forget what I was going to say. Something else about, oh, wh- oh, you had predicted that season six, episode six was going to be a big episode. Do you still feel that way? <laughs> yes, because in season six, episode six, Lexi gets into a fist fight <laughs> with April and it ends with Mark dying. Okay. You had previously <laughs> predicted that. I want to say... Christina, there's a gunshot and Christina and Owen are somehow involved or like Owen accidentally shoots somebody. You, I don't really remember the specific of what. Oh gosh. I say some wild shit, don't I? You really, truly do. It's kind of delightful. So, okay. Yes. Owen is going to go into a manic rage episode and he's going to accidentally shoot Christina. Burke is going to come back because now that we've name dropped Burke, he has to come back. (laughs) Or Han comes back. But either way, Lexi gets into a fist fight with April. Okay. Also, I was sad Mark was not in this episode. Yeah, I didn't realize that until yeah. literally we he, he must be out filming filming something. Yeah, I don't remember anything else like going on. Um Because but... I can't look at these people's IMDBs, I want to know what else he has done. I want to know what other movies he's in. I simply will not tell you. Can't you just screenshot me the IMDb pages, but black out his Grey's Anatomy and private practice stuff? I could do that, but I feel like I'm not going to. Well, now I have to do it right now while we're on the air and go, oh my gosh, he's only in one more episode. (laughs) They really did. So so Hunt in his manic rage kills Mark (laughs) and the bullet goes through his head and punctures Christina. Interesting. That's my prediction. But only because I had to go and spoil it on IMDb now. 
Don't. All right, so Alex and what's her face? Or I guess we could talk about her later with the with the actual patient. Who else do we want to talk about before we get into actual patients? Or do we want to start by tackling Alex's patient? Uh, uh I don't know. What do you want to do? You are the captain here. You're the you are the Gray's professor. Um let's well, okay. Um, or do you want to talk about Lexi and Kipner? Kepner? Lexi was in a lot of this. This is like a big episode for Lexi. This is a very Lexi heavy episode and I'm here for it. Let's talk. About Absolutely. In, I like in Lexi in this episode a lot. Yeah. It is also interesting that she's now, she's getting paired up with an intern. So she is now a core person that the, the writers are sitting in the room going, we need people to love Lexi. Let's give her someone to fight. So the only person who doesn't get some, uh, uh, an adversary is Meredith because she's physically laying in bed. Right. Pregnant. Because she's either just had a baby or is about to have a baby in real life. Yeah. Um, well, April is not an intern. Do you think these people are interns? They're the same year as like Meredith and everybody from the residents. Yeah. Oh yeah. So why did Lexi get April? Did Lexi Lexi's pass her? Lexi passed her intern tests and never Remember never told us. Mark said you're the best second year resident. Yeah, I do remember that. But I don't understand the timing because they made it such. It doesn't make so sense is Steve because the interns an intern? are all still fi- following around the residents like they're interns, which is not what happened when the interns became residents. Right? Is Steve it's, still an intern or is Steve a resident? No, he's a resident. Okay, yeah, and all the rest of the people are residents then too. Okay, yeah, it's all right. confusing. They, I'm confused. Yeah, the structure of it is confusing. It's also hard because when I think about Scrubs. We stuck with the same characters for the mm-hmm. entire eight seasons. Yeah. They didn't kill off the main core group. And we watched them go from their intern to residency and so on. Mm-hmm. So it is interesting now that they've introduced these other new characters as interns and just integrated them into the show. But the first group was very important about the medical, the, the, test also in hindsight they really did george dirty he failed his test and then they kill him well what are you gonna do and they killed his dad that they did kill his dad he failed the test they killed his dad he cheated on his wife then he dies yeah george kind of got shit on yeah that's Mm. not wrong yeah. Anyways, Lexi, where do we go Lexi, from here, Kelsey? So Lexi and April. I'm going to take a bite of pretzel. Working in the ER with uh, Billy, who is a burglar who has burgled someone's home but got caught or he fell. What was what was his injury? Um, I got pretzel in my mouth. Yeah, <laughs> I see that and hear it. I think he got hit in the back with golf clubs. Yes, that's what it was. Like, I guess the guy at the house he was burgling um, was there. And uh, yes, they attacked him with a golf club. 
Scans show a burst fracture at T12. Derek planned to put in some kind of screws to stabilize his back. He had surgery and was told he would have 70% function left. And the first scene with that is we get, uh, well, there's that scene where Derek is looking at everything and Lexi says, we should do this really great idea. Yeah. And uh, April, April goes, wow, that's so crazy. Like, oh, man, you're so smart. And then Derek goes, well, you know, she's a photographic memory, so she's better than all of us. <laughs> and then April's like, I mean, I was just thinking we could do this instead. And Derek's like, oh, yeah, you right. Let's do that. <laughs> See, that's my issue is when she's like, oh, my gosh, wow, you're so smart. I thought we could do this, but I guess I'm wrong. Like, just say, oh, is there a reason you do that and not this? You don't have to be passive aggressive and fucking condescending. Like, it's so... Un- People that do that shit piss me off so much. Like, if you're going to be a shark, be a shark, to quote Christina Yang. Like, yeah. fucking do it. Like, just own up to it. You don't have to feign niceness. That's so much more annoying to me. That's why out of the other three people... Reed is my favorite of the three because at least she's just an asshole right up at yeah, the front. Yeah, you just know that she just is going to be a dick. Like, it, it just pisses me off when people do this. And it's like very, I don't know. I feel like it's very common. They're like, oh, well, you have to be polite. Well, you're not being polite. You're, you're just being just a like dickhead. saying shitty things in a nice tone of voice. Like, it's not better. Yeah. Like, when you, tell, <laughs> when you tell your kid... When they're a infant worm and they can't understand you and they and you go, you need to stop being a stupid bitch because mommy and daddy need to go to sleep. You're still <laughs> saying a mean thing, but you're saying it in yeah. a baby tone. <laughs> like, yes. And I, I do that. I still not anymore because Marlo actually is now repeating things. Um, <laughs> so the other day. Don't know. Um, no, she didn't actually say it, but I had said um, I ended with fucking shit. It was the last thing I said. And Marlo had said, like, the other things I said in the sentence, but not fucking shit. Uh, And Jessica's like, I really thought she was about to say all the things that you just said. And I was like, "Mm, now I need to start watching what I said. (laughs) And then this morning, she took her to school as I was leaving for the dentist. And I go, have fun. And Marlo goes, have fun. And I'm like, yeah, she is. She's just saying things now. Yeah. Now I can't swear freely at home. Yeah. So I'm yeah, screwed. Scarlett hasn't super done the like repeating. Sometimes she'll, if you say a word, she'll just be like, oh, what does this word mean? But she hasn't done it about curse words yet. Probably need mm. to mm. take pause in that. Next time we're together, I'm, I will make sure to try to have less than my normal potty mouth. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah. Um, so Billy steals April his fucking sucks. book. <laughs> Yes, so April has a little notebook that she's jotting shit down in, jot, jot, jot. And Billy's like, you should steal that. And Lexi's <laughs> like, you should not tell me to steal things. And Billy says, mm, well, she's making you look like an idiot. So I think you should also be a criminal like I am. And so he steals it and gives it to her. Well, he steals it and then reads to her from it. And it's clearly like a motivational notebook. 
that April is using to like hype herself up with. And so she says like, you're the future of medicine. You're not a good doctor. You're a great doctor. No one can tell it's plastic surgery. Only you can keep you down, all this stuff. And so Lexi has the book and she's like, I'm not going to use it. And April goes, have you seen my notebook? It's red and I've been having it all morning. And Lexi's like, oh no, I haven't seen it. And April goes, mm, so much for that photographic memory. And then Lexi says, mm, maybe I will use it. Yeah, it did not take much to convince <laughs> Lexi to go down to the path of the dark side. And Billy, Billy kind of sucks. And in the beginning, it was kind of funny. He's like, oh, yeah, like, oh, you should totally steal it. Or when she's like, yeah, you'll probably have 70% of use. He's like, oh, I guess I or no. He goes, um. When she goes, oh, you'll have some weakness in your legs. And he goes, good thing I carry this shit out with my arms, not my legs, right? All my illegal fucking criminal activity. Yeah. It was he kind of no charming remorse. in the beginning. Yeah. But then at the end, it's just like, no, dude, you suck. You're a shitty person. Yeah. And you're corrupting our dear, sweet Lexi. Yeah. So, but when she, then she, well, we get the lunch table scene and she just sitting there reading it over with a slice of watermelon. Yeah. I don't know why when I see people actually eating in TV shows, I'm like, that is just so cute and funny because <laughs> it's that they don't need it. They don't need that food to live. They're eating off stage. Right. That's true. But if it were me and you, we'd just also be eating the food on stage. Yeah. We would be Tony Stark offering people blueberries in Avengers everywhere. Blueberry. You know, he actually would have multiple snacks set up through the set and he would just I eat them. Him. That's why he's always eating. Do you know there is one thing in the entire world that I am allergic to? Is it that's blueberries? A, that's a, no, that's a quote from the second Iron Man. When he oh. tries to take... Um, oh, strawberries. He, gets, strawberries. he gets her strawberries. And she goes, did you bring me strawberries? He's like, yes. She goes, there is one thing in the entire world that I am allergic to. <laughs> oh, I love it so much. <sighs> you know, what? if there's any argument to be said about why... Iron Man is superior to Captain America. It's how often do we see Captain America eat? Never. He's not <laughs> even a real he's person. He's too busy being an asshole to his quote unquote friends for yeah. his quote unquote other friend. Well, mm. whatever. <laughs> there was, there was a really good meme I saw the other day. I don't remember what the context was, but it was the scene in civil war when he goes, did you know? And yeah, he did. And everyone's like, all right, Tony, well, you shouldn't be mad about that. They just killed your parents and Steve knew the whole time. Okay. But like, I, how dare you I be mad about that? I didn't know it was him. Uh, I didn't know it was him. <sighs> Anyways. Uh, I fucking, okay, whatever. It's fine. So Lexi, <laughs> Lexi gives, the, we're, we're, we got this. All right. We can do this. Lexi gives the book back. Tell us, tell us about that scene. Well, first she, they're going to the surgery Oh, right. And April's like, oh, I did all this stuff. And Lexi's like, I thought I was supposed to be doing that. And April's like, well, I wanted to make sure it was done perfectly. So I did it. And Lexi's like, oh, okay. And Derek says something like, oh, she's only here one day and she's already making my life easier. And Lexi's like, that's what she says. Yeah. She's not just a good doctor. She's a great doctor. If you ask me, she could be the future of medicine. And so then... April is like catching on and Derek is scrubbing in and Lexi says only you can keep you down. Right. By the way, I can tell and like touches her nose and April 
just starts to cry, which I feel like whilst I don't like her, I feel like that's not a surprising reaction. I feel like that's valid. Totally. Um, Because that's a very like notebook full of my vulnerabilities written down. To someone who has a photographic memory. Yeah. And so she leaves and she goes to cry. And uh, Lexi feels bad. Which she probably should. I don't like April, but that's not how you deal with it. You just say, hey, stop being like, do do what she did at the end where she's like, I don't like you. Yeah. So you can just say that you just feel like I don't like you, but I I shouldn't have stolen from you, which is correct. (laughs) Yeah. Um, You know, can we just can we just pause there for a second? Have you ever in the workplace out outright told someone I don't like you? Yes. I need to know that story because I've never physically told someone I don't like them. But I, and like, I'm trying to think back. I've even to peers, like I've never, I think I've said, we don't like each other. I don't even know if I've said that. I need to know the story. I need to know your story. Oh, right now. Yeah. Maybe, maybe off air. Okay. I'm just trying to think like I've, have I ever? Because I mean, there's Disney World, so <laughs> yeah, there's definitely been people that I haven't liked, and there are still people that I work with that I don't like. But I don't know if I've ever not liked someone I've worked with enough to tell them either a I don't like you or b we don't like each other. It wasn't unprompted. It was more of like we don't like each other, but like we still have to be professional. So if you could stop doing X, Y, and Z, that mm. would be great for everybody. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it wasn't just like I walked in and I was like, "Ugh, I do not like you." <laughs> yeah, I left. I've told people on my team that thing that you said. You you don't have to like everyone. You don't have to hang out with people outside of work. Yeah. I oh what I think what one of the things I said is I don't yearn to hang out <laughs> with any of these people outside of work. And yeah. I think I had I had said in one point I don't yearn to hang out with you guys outside of work. <laughs> But we do have to work together on this and we have to have each other's backs. Yeah. So many to that effect. But I've never said I don't that we don't like each other. But I did. I think I have acknowledged that I don't long to hang out with people outside of work because you don't like them. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, anyways, that's funny. But yeah, that's how she should have handled it in the beginning. But then she she gave her the book back. I'm curious where that relationship goes. She gave her the book back. She said she's sorry for stealing the book. And then she leaves. Um, when and Lexi doesn't say anything when she apologizes, which for some reason I really thought that she made another snarky remark when she gave her the book back. But Does Lexi like, actually apologize, though? Yeah. She doesn't say the words, I'm sorry. Yes, she does. does. She? Hold on. Mm, yes, because I had the same thought. Because she gives it right when she gives it back. She says, I'm sorry. Okay. I didn't go back and rewatch that. But in my head, I was thinking it it felt just such such a very matter of fact kind of conversation yeah. that I was like, did she actually say, did she actually go back and say, I am sorry or I, I apologize? Right. When she first walks in and gives her the notebook, she says, I'm sorry. And then she says, it must be hard being the new people being the invaders. Yeah, that's right. And then April starts to say, but that's no excuse for you being up. But it's not. I'm like, but I'm like back at you. It's not an excuse for you being the worst either. But Lexi right. says, look, I don't like you. But what I did was over the line and she leaves. 
Yeah, she said the apology at the beginning as opposed to the end. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, April sucks, but Lexi shouldn't steal things. Uh, and then after technically, Billy's she surgery, never stole thing. Yeah, stole anything. True. After Billy's surgery, Derek says, um, "You'll have seventy percent mobility or whatever." And then he makes the joke. Like, I guess I'll only steal 70% as much stuff. And um, then Lexi says, we we take from people. Like, we took from her and we left her at 70%. And that's not right. Um, this is her comfort. We stole her comfort from her. You and me, we're taking things from people and we're leaving them at 70%. And I like that scene. It's like her realizing that not only stealing it was wrong, but then like obviously using it against her was correct more than yeah. just yeah. like, and that's more than just, you know, stealing a patient, stealing a surgery. Again, it's like very vulnerable and she stole it and then was like, I now know all these things about you. And then also if you're April, you're like, did she tell anybody like all this stuff? So I don't know. It sucks. This is the reason that I don't keep a diary. Out of character for Lexi, but also like a good little arc for her. She needed she needed to show us as the viewer yeah. a little bit of edginess. Well, and we don't want her to be a doormat. Obviously, like we don't want her to just sit there and be walked all over by April or whoever from yeah. Mercy West. So I understand she's also trying to like stand her ground and like still, you know, make, make it known that like she deserves to be there she's a good doctor whatever but there's just different ways to go about it on both sides it's true and i think it's that's true. kind of the moral of the story for all of these pairings you could have high road just done a better job at their jobs except christina and jackson who like i really don't take issue with like the two of them what what goes down there um but we'll get into that in the next one but yeah it's I really all weber's fault most things are <laughs> Weber and At HR Weber and Derek. <laughs> Derek didn't really do anything wrong in this episode. Yeah. Derek wasn't there much in this episode, which is fine. Um, so yeah, I think that's, did you have anything else on Lexi and April or Izzy and Charles? I think with Lexi and April, my, my biggest thing is, is I'm, I'm curious to see how, because the ball's kind of in her court to repair this relationship now. Mm-hmm. She, while April sucked to Lexi, Lexi did the shittier thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious to see if they're going to have kind of a relationship or or build from that moving forward. But I think the ball's in her court, and I just wanted to put that put that out there. And it was cold blooded that they took the. You know, when she's when there was that scene where there was like eye droplets from from crying and she's like she was crying when she wrote this, like she was scared and we stole the comfort. And and that whole scene is very powerful because there are you know people who do keep journals, I wouldn't say are more sensitive, but there's definitely a sensitivity to someone who's keeping those kind of notes. And uh, just the way that her her brain specifically works, the character that they're making her out to be needed to put those thoughts onto paper for them to become a reality. And Mm -hmm. 
uh, yeah, it was just sad. It was just sad kind of thinking through that. So I'm actually, that kind of made me root for April a little bit. So I'm, I'm curious again to see what that relationship looks like. But I'm hoping by next episode they're out of the orange scrubs. Because <laughs> I that was just jarring. But yeah. that's all I got. What happens next, Kelsey? Next, we start with everyone's favorite segment. Nice buns, soft, fluffy, and ultra low net carbs. Discover Hero Bread, the delicious ultra low net carb bread with incredible taste and texture. Hero Bread has zero grams of sugar and is under 100 calories per serving, plus high in fiber with 5 to 10 grams of protein per serving. Order from hero.co now and get 10% off your first purchase with promo code AH10. That's 10% off with code AH10. H E R O.co.